0: Good morning everyone, this is Fran Lewis, this is MJ Network, MJ in memory of my sister Marsha Joyce, it may be cloudy outside but you don't want to miss this one. D.P. Lyle is here, and Jake and Nicole are back in the O.C. You definitely want to read this one, because I couldn't put it down. So how are you, and welcome to MJ Network.
2: Well, thanks for having me, Fran. I'm doing great, and always glad to be on your show. We always have fun.
0: This is <laughs> going to be fun. This really, this book is really, first of all, Jake and Nicole are cool, but she's got the upper hand. I don't care what anybody says, for real. <laughs> So how did you just, I mean, your plot is so, I just sat down and read this one day because I needed to smile and be happy because I get so few books that are don't put me to sleep lately. So how did you decide on, yeah, seriously, we talked about that last week with Vincent Zandria and some other authors. We talked about how you write the middle of the book and don't put the review review reviewer wanted to take a cat nap. So we talked about that. (laughs) So how did you decide on the plot for this and the title? And why a stalker? Ooh, you, you yeah, wonder it, sometimes it, when you go outside.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Um, well, you know, uh, in the back store, Nicole has a place here in Newport Beach in Orange County California so uh, I I, and she was working on a a screenplay and I thought okay it's time for her to have her screenplay produced by her uncle and uh, so they're gonna come out for that and then I thought well okay what kind of shenanigans can they get into I said well what if she has a friend that's a small market uh, TV personality you know you know local TV and doing public interest and things like that stories, but she's very popular and people like her. She's a Mm -hmm. friend of Nicole's from back in the day. And what if she's picked up up a stalker? And uh, Mm -hmm. what if she's not taking it seriously, but Jake and Nicole think, no, you need to take this seriously because Nicole's actually had stalkers in the past. Um, And so, you know, you better take this stuff seriously. And pretty soon, you know, it becomes very serious. And so that was the plot. And I decided to put it here in Orange County because that's where I live. And I thought, uh, you know, it would be fun to bring the crew out to the West Coast and see what happens. You know, I don't outline, so uh, I just had a couple of scenes in mind and started writing. And uh, and the story just kind of unfolded from there.
0: It's really good. I mean, I've had people that have gotten stuffed on my phone. Got some strange phone calls lately. I got a phone oh. call from somebody that said, I'm a producer of a publishing company. Do you want your book published for $12,000? And I just said, have a nice day, oh. and, I, and a few other expletives. Yeah. You do oh, wonder. yeah.
2: Yeah, those so things this, do it. Those people do that all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to be smart enough not to mm-hmm. fall for yeah. that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So this,
0: this plot line would be in the news. Did you do research? Did you do research it? Because definitely. I mean, this should be the headlines of stalker after a news person. Yay. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I, I, I do research all the time. I mean, everything I do, I, I kind of mm-hmm. keep massive files of stuff, and particularly in the crime fiction world and the real crime world. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm quite familiar with this. Um, Rebecca Shaver, of course, was you know the, the, one of the most famous stalking cases out here in LA. She's the one where the guy came from the other state and shot her in her doorway. Uh, yeah, she was on Mork and Mindy. Uh, but you know, I've known uh, I've known people in the industry. You know, some well up the food chain and some minor. But it's vir- it's virtually universal that every one of them have had some form of harassment. And some mm-hmm. form of stalking. Oh, it's amazing. It is. It is just amazing. Um, but you know, people, and especially now with the internet, because people can remain anonymous and harass you and stalk you. At least they think oh, they yeah. can remain anonymous. And so, consequently, it's easy to do. You know, sitting in your pajamas in your living room. Oh, I like her, or I like him, or I like that, and let's just uh, start sending them creepy emails. You know, really. You know, and yeah. uh, but this happens all the time, and then, of course some of them escalate actual the physical confrontation.
0: It's it's scary. I know. I get some stupid emails and stuff too, and I, I just ignore them and and get rid of them. I don't even even bother to pre- dignify them with an answer. I got one this well, morning from someone to. that I don't know. Yeah, on Instagram, yeah. and she said. Um, I'd like to read one of your books, but it'll cost you thirty dollars on PayPal to put it on each of these um, networks. And I said, "Thank you very yeah. much, and have a nice day."
2: Yeah, see, don't re- don't even respond because a lot of those are fishing expeditions, and they want to yes, find out if it. they've got a real address and a real person, and then they can sell that information. Don't even respond. Yeah, they
0: were they were even on Instagram, and I'm going like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah, Jake and Cole decide to protect Megan. But she didn't yep. take it seriously at at first at all, and i know right. I know people that don't take things like that seriously, so how would you describe Jake and Nicole's relationship, and how are they going to convince Megan this could really you could be in trouble
2: yeah uh I think that the the, the There's many ramifications to that question, but uh, it's a great question.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I
2: think most people see television and say, well, that's over there, or that's them, or that's not my Mm -hmm. life, or I don't know anything about that, and that's not going to happen to me. And I think that's a natural tendency. And so consequently, when something odd does happen, people say, oh, well, you know, that's just odd. It's funny. It doesn't really mean anything. And, oh, it's not like what I watched on TV last week. There's no way that Mm -hmm. doesn't happen in my life. But it does, and I think you got to – that doesn't mean you freak out and panic about every little odd thing that drops in your lap, but you better pay attention. So if someone starts sending, you know, uh, like in, in, in Megan's case, starts sending her gifts and love letters mm-hmm. and all this stuff, don't think it's cute. And that's what she thought. Oh, he's just a fan, you know, I, my fans yeah. send me stuff all the time. But but Jake and Nicole, when they saw this stuff and read the notes, said, no, this is not just a friendly fan. There's something else going on here. And, of course, when they send all the information to Pancake, Pancake I says, love him. Uh, says, oh, no, 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 no. This is serious. This is potentially dangerous. I'm coming to the West Coast. <laughs> and, of course, when he rolls into town, it kind of tilts the entire continent in that direction. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. He, he's my favorite person in the book. by the way, yeah, I love him first of all, I think I could use him for something else. He might have <laughs> helped me straighten something out that's taken eight years to take care of and he has this Jake and Nicole have their method of investigation, but pancake has his own, and since I'm allergic to milk and butter, I can't even eat a pancake if I wanted to, <laughs> which makes me even more jealous. I'm serious, it's really sad. so. What are his special skills? And you take one look at him, and you're going to go like, I'm not going to mess with this guy.
2: Yeah, well, first of all, he's physically imposing because he's about 6'6", and, you know, 280 pounds, almost 300. He's a big guy. He's got red hair, and and you just don't mess with physically. You just don't. But he's very Mm -hmm. friendly, very likable. Everybody loves him. But, you know, you wouldn't want him coming at you. But the second thing is he is crazy smart, and he's very good – with computers and the internet and finding out stuff, and he can track things, mm. and he has friends in high places and low places, and and so Pancake takes a more intellectual approach mm. to the information gathering, but the confrontational time, he's the mm. guy that knocks the kicks the door down and kicks the guy in the chest. You know, he doesn't mess with people. Um, I remember in A-List, they they had this drug dealer they met in the alley and started him hawing, and Pancake just picked him up and threw him against a brick wall and said, you want to start telling me the truth now? You know, that kind of thing. So uh, Pancake does it all. Jake and Nicole, Nicole's very, very smart, very intuitive, understands people. Jake is a people person. Everybody likes him. So they kind of get information by smiling and asking the right Mm -hmm. questions and being friendly where Pancake goes into the shadows and finds stuff, um, and so they they make a good team.
0: Well, I like Pancake because she reminds me, well, I'm, I'm only 5 feet tall, but I did weigh 250 pounds at one point.
2: Oh, no, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. I was called, my mother had Alzheimer's, and I ate myself into oblivion because I had to retire from teaching. And I now weigh 109 pounds, 110, and that will never happen again. Bless Ever. you. Yeah, well, that was my sister before she died. Told me I look like a couch potato. She's <laughs> the reason I'm doing this. That's why the networks after her. Now, this I find fascinating because anything that's really weird and different, I love. What is exactly the dark web? How does somebody get into it, and who helps with it? Boy, it will be fun to get into that.
2: Yeah, we talk a little bit about it. I didn't want to get deep into the weeds because you know, yeah, know. it's not that kind of book. But the, the deep web and the dark web are, are, yeah. are Internet, inter, internet uh, societies, if you will, out there uh, that, um, that you, have to, you have to know how to get to. They, don't, they, they used to not have addresses. In other words, you couldn't do a Google search or something and find it. Some of them now you can get into that world. But it's a world that's unregulated. Uh, most it's hard to track people through it because they use servers to bounce stuff around all over the place and then uh... you know there's certain like a tor browser which stands
1: for Mm, the
2: the, the onion router and what it does is if you go to the Tor browser, T-O-R, and people can use this. The average person can use this. Any, if you send a, an email or you go to a, a location, it's actually bounced through a bunch of servers. And each, mm. time information, each time it's bounced, information is stripped away as far as identity, the metadata. It's stripped away so that by the time it Ooh. gets to the end, there's no way to identify the sender except the receiver knows who it is and then when they reply, same thing happens. It goes bounce, 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 all over the world, and it strips a little of that data. So it makes it very, very difficult to track these people. Now, drug dealers, uh, human traffickers, terrorists all use the the Tor browser and the dark web to do this stuff, and you could go in. uh, Silk Road was probably the most famous one, and it took them years to track it down and crack it it was very difficult. But they sold drugs. That's how it kind of started. Then you could hire a hitman. I mean, you can do all kinds of stuff on the dark web. It's, uh, it's a scary place, and most people don't want to go there. But it doesn't mean you can't use the Tor browser if you want to. You just don't that's go to the scary. dark web. <laughs>
0: that's scary. But yeah. That's interesting, though. <laughs> I it wonder is. how it's many people start out going to the Tor browser and don't realize they wind up in the dark web.
2: No, you, don't you, want to you start have to with know where you're there. going. You have to know where you're going. You, you, you really can't stumble into it because you have to know the address yeah. of where you're going, and it's not easy to jump on that train. I mean, you can if you want to, uh, and there's ways yeah. to find out, especially in this day and age. But uh, the the Tor browser is just another browser. It's a little safer because they can't track you, uh,
1: this is scary. so you're not
2: dropping, you know, like going to Google where they track every breath you take and store it. Yeah,
1: I
0: know.
2: Uh, With a Tor browser, you can go all over anywhere and not really be tracked. And so there's some usefulness there, but uh, it's also the the open door to the the deep and dark web.
0: It's frightening today, I know, because you never know who's going to find you and where they're going to find you. It's yeah. frightening because you get these emails from um, credit unions and banks and stuff, oh, yeah. and I ignore them. I just delete them, and they go, oh, "You won this. You won this credit card. Yeah, right. Tell yeah, me, yeah. tell me another baloney story, Well they'll or, say or you, that um, your your
2: account has been frozen and you have exactly, to reactivate it. Frozen, it and yeah. it's an it, it's an account. It's an account that you really have. You know, it's a thing that you have. You know, a PayPal account or whatever. And don't answer those if you think it's real. Two things you can do. First, go up to the address line, the uh, where it was sent from. Copy and paste that in into DuckDuckGo, which is the, the search engine I use because again, it's not tracked like Google, and 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 it'll come up It'll say this is fraudulent. This is this. This is that. Or it'll say this is this is the contact for yada yada. Oh, okay. But still, go to the company directly and then go to your account, and then if there's an issue, it'll pop up there. But don't click on the link inside the email. Once you do that, it opens the door. Uh, My other series, Kane and Harper, they use that little trick all the time. Uh, They'll send somebody an email and say, you know, here, why don't you send me
0: back your
2: information? Well, now they're inside their phone, which means they're inside their life.
0: Well, I got that from Optimum, but I do know it's fraudulent because I got one. Your payment didn't go through, but it did. Because so I checked my account, oh, yeah. and it did go through. So yeah. I know that, that – and then, and I'll send them an issue, an issue that it's a fraud thing. Well, I'll send it to my bank that they got a fraud thing, but they don't do anything about it. I even got no. one um, from Amazon, and I said, wait a minute. How can my account not be when I just bought something the other day, and I had to change – on my password and I had to change the bank account that I because somehow right. somebody got into that. It's horrible. So yep,
1: yep, we yep. we they, have to get to get know anywhere. Megan.
0: Yeah, they it's scary. And yep. nobody does anything about it. So what exactly Megan is an intern, what exactly does she do there? No she's uh, very Megan's popular. Not the,
2: now, Megan is the uh is she's, is the star of the show. I mean she yeah. she is the personality. Um uh, she um she's the one that is that is being stalked and and the one that is um, you know the focus of everybody's attention because they're uh they're they're after her they're after that it's Abby who is her intern yeah i mean uh, uh who is her intern that um that that also believes that this is serious and thinks that uh, Megan should pay more attention to it and and all that. Uh, of course, she plays an integral part in the story and all mm-hmm. that as it along. Uh along. But she's only been there a few months and she's trying to learn the trade. Um, but things aren't always as they appear.
0: I know it's it's scary. It really is scary. Yeah. Nothing is ever the way as it so. A stalker. There are different yeah. ways that people could stalk you on the phone, in person. I mean, I walk in the street, and I live in a good neighborhood, and I turn around and go, like, are you following me? You know, why are you yeah. talking? Well, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden, somebody walks. Somebody walked up to me the other day, and I didn't know her, and she said, oh, I just want to tell you, you're lily lip and your and the color in your hair is great. It's like, oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I at have, least they complimented
0: it's, you. <laughs> <Some> it <was laughs> green, it's green, yellow, and orange, and... Blue <laughs> highlights, which will be changed on Saturday, to my regular colors, purple, blue, red, and pink.
2: Yeah. Why not, am I not surprised?
0: Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Why would I be normal? That would be different. So how exactly. do you know that someone's talking? I mean, I read a book the other day where the character didn't realize, but she had like a chill. You sort of feel it. What are the signs to let you know that somebody's following you and that you going to need to do something about it?
2: Well, often you don't for a while but but remember these these stalkers are not just many of them I should say not all are not just keeping an eye on you and watching you they're actually trying to shoehorn their way into your life
1: mm-hmm. There's a
2: payoff uh in this case you know creating fear and anxiety, but sometimes it's this fantasy that uh, you know, once you meet me you're gonna fall in love with me and we're gonna live happily yeah. ever after and you're like the perfect person for me and you will realize that I'm the perfect person for you. All we have to do is get together. I mean if you remember Hinckley shot uh President Reagan because he yeah. was trying to get Jodie Foster's attention. I mean yeah, that's I remember. a pretty convoluted thought process. He just left him. they just
0: got him out of they just got him yeah, yeah. jail, it, I think.
2: He just he just got released. Um,
0: yeah, I know, but that's scary. Point,
2: but the point is, is his payoff was that if Jodie Foster then saw, oh, this is a man of action, oh, is yeah. that creepy or crazy? Uh, then she will say, oh, you're my kind of guy, and then they will live happily ever after. That was in his brain. Uh, but you can see if you can extrapolate that into many situations. So most of these stalkers are known, uh, are actually known to the person because they're trying to get their attention. You know, they, they they may be someone in their life, they may be someone they've met somewhere, it may be someone they just crossed paths with, you know, either in business or socially or whatever, uh and then suddenly this person starts appearing everywhere and this person starts sending emails and then this person gets creepier and creepier. But what if the person isn't known? What if you have no idea who it is or where yeah. they are? Then you've got an issue. You don't even know who don't even know which shoulder to look over.
0: That's frightening. But well, what happens yep. now that he's released? Because that bothered me. I saw that I get these weird messages from Luzella and all of them that said he was being released. Do they? Does he have to be on probation? Do they watch him to make sure that he's not going to do this again?
2: Well, I, you know, I don't really know the conditions of his release, but I think he's. Yeah. he's I think he's probably going to be on probation, which.
1: Uh, Forever. I,
2: but, but I'm not 100% sure of that. I I, I couldn't really tell what. What the That's thing was They said he's rehabbed So let him go uh, We'll see We'll see yeah.
0: um, Well if you watched L.A. Law last night And this guy said he was rehabbed He was full of baloney He still raped the kid <laughs> on a bus The minute he got off So rehab yeah. doesn't mean anything to me So he tries to get these people's attention When and how do they learn When we turn the paper over About others Tell us about what happened to Dana That was sad That was sad
2: yeah, well, as uh, Pancake starts looking around and finds out yeah. that there's been similar situations where uh, other other small market celebrities have been stalked around the country, and so he he starts looking into those and comparing those with what's going on in Megan's situation, and this starts opening the doors of the investigation to lead them down the proper path. I don't want to give away too much here, but no. uh, that's kind of that's kind of how it works so uh, th- this person who is stalking Megan this is not a one off. This person has a history of this and has been mm-hmm. doing this and so consequently that only ups the stakes more because this is not no longer just a crazy person that's doing crazy stuff. This is a very thoughtful, methodical. Uh, person who has experience in this, and that that puts it to a whole nother level.
0: Well, if you see these, this person or spoke to this person, you probably wouldn't even realize it. No. But sometimes they come off as being like, oh, yeah, I'm here to take you up, blah, blah, blah. See, I'm very sure. perceptive, so I believe nothing anybody says anymore. I learned sure. don't trust anyone. Well, it's better that way. Well, you
2: remember the movie so. Taxi Driver.
1: You
0: yeah. know, uh,
2: he uh, he was uh, in the crowd of people. He was around places all that, and people didn't pay attention to him. Well, until he got a Mohawk haircut, and then they started paying attention to him. But before that, he was around, and and Travis, nobody even knew who he was or paid attention to him. But yet the whole time he was trying to save the again the Jodie Foster character. You know from prostitution she was a young girl and he was her savior
1: mm. and so
2: consequently in order to save her he had to do certain things um but she didn't really know him at first uh and then the the, the other characters in the thing when he interfaced with them they didn't really realize what he was all about they didn't know what, what kind of person he was uh even though he was an odd character from from jump street some of them aren't odd characters some of them are very normal, and you would never pick them out of a crowd. Or if you talk to them at a cocktail party, you would never know what was going on behind closed doors and what they were really doing. Um, but, you know, isn't that true of a lot of things in life? You just never know who you're talking to? <laughs>
0: That's why I talk to nobody. It's much safer not <laughs> you to speak talk to, to people. <laughs> I, talk to, I talk to people that I know. Yeah. That, you know, like who are you know, authors and stuff like that. But I, you know, I, I walk into I walked into the bakery the other day, and this guy looked at me and I I like who are you? He says you could talk to me because I've been vaccinated. I said, and he shows me his card with his name. I go, that's very nice. You still should be wearing a mask. I said, I think I'll walk away from you. And then, yeah. you know, it's funny because he was coughing, and I'm perfectly fine. And I went. To urgent care and got tested Just to make sure I was okay the next day <laughs>
1: she, I
0: mean I get, get paranoid with this thing My whole family had it Everybody had oh. it I didn't have oh it thank God goodness. But my whole family had it And I, my niece was taking sociology last month And I was helping her write her papers Because she was too sick to write them so Oh my I learned goodness. A lot. Yeah, well we aced it It was no problem But you know I felt Good. so bad So this really scared me how would Good. this person know? Yeah, this scared me. I mean, You know, really, Nicole has a safe place, and she took her to the uncle to Ray's house. So how did this person know where she was? When they moved to a safe place, how does the person know where she was? I won't tell how I knew that.
2: Yeah, uh, well, they, it's because they're in the know and on the go, and they can figure things out. And, uh, um they have information that they didn't you know, first of all, they don't know who the stalker is, and so they don't know where the stalker gets information if you're looking at it from uh, Megan and um. Yeah. Vegas uh, point of view, and, and you don't know who the person is. So how do you know where they're getting information? How do you know how they're tracking? How do you know what what tools they're using to keep tabs on you? You know, did they put something on your phone? Did they put something on your car? Yeah. Uh, are they visually tracking you? How are they doing this? And you don't really know because, uh, you know, there are there are ways of tracking cell phones someone can walk by we you know. and tap into your cell phone. There's programs that will that will absolutely let someone jump into your cell phone and now they they with a GPS they know where you are all the time. Uh they can download information, they can do it. Uh there's actually programs where someone who knows what they're doing can walk into a hotel and within an hour have all the information of everybody who's registered at the hotel.
1: You know, That's and scary. never
2: never approach the counter and never do anything. They just there's there's holes in the system. And uh, you know, there's just a way of getting this information. It's very sophisticated but people know how to do it.
0: You know, it's funny, I, I walk I, I take my cell phone where I go, but I don't keep it out, I keep it in my bed. You know, like on the side. So that basically <laughs> I know, they they could figure it out anyway. They figure you have a phone somewhere. Somebody has oh, yeah. a phone somewhere. And what oh, they, about, they, what they, they can stand on the street the corner? Closed? What if you close They can stand they on the street behind.
2: corner and being off all the phones that walk by and gather information. I mean, it's amazing as like you those close credit card phone?
0: readers. What about if the phones not on? Would they still be able to do it. Uh,
2: uh it's amazing how even if your phone's off, they can tap into That's the speaker true. and listen to what's going on. It's uh well you know, electronically there are ways of doing <laughs> almost anything.
0: Yeah. That's frightening. So maybe yep. I should say some things that are really interesting. So if they hear it, they can not think I'm normal.
2: Exactly. <laughs> or very I boring, that. so that they say, "Well, I don't want to follow this person anymore."
0: <laughs> well, if they know the the book that I wrote last, "Population Zero: The World Before the End of the World, the World Without People," they might think twice before messing with this girl. I'm serious. <laughs> it's scary. So Good. tell us about like Ray. There were yeah nine worlds, that, the world without sun, without without um, just ice and blah blah blah. And I invited a dead person to come back and experience the world to tell them why we should stop being better in this one. And I cool. got some very mixed viewpoints. And what can I say? So yeah. tell us about Ray and what are his special skills? And I could use his special skills, basically. I think yeah. everybody can.
2: Well, Ray is obviously Jake's father and he is the guy that runs the PI business and uh he mm. can't understand why Jake won't work for him and Jake's like no way never, but he always ends up uh, <laughs> working for him or working working on whatever Ray's working on. But Ray is ex-military, Marines, some special ops, black ops. Nobody really knows what all Ray did in the military cuz he doesn't talk about it, but he's no nonsense. He's in your face, he's straightforward. He knows how to solve problems. He knows how to fix things. And he's relentless. Uh, And you couple him with Pancake, who actually works for him. And they Mm. become a formidable pair, totally opposite from Jake. And uh, Nicole is probably somewhere in between because she she likes that intrigue and likes that uh, PI stuff of finding information and collating information deciding what it means, where Jake, could care less about any of that. He just wants to know what's for dinner and, you know, can I have a beer? <laughs> and uh, can I, you know, go sit on my deck at my restaurant and, you know, watch the bikinis because I don't really want to do anything else. Uh, so that's that's the dynamic. But Ray is no nonsense.
0: Well, I, I like Nicole's attitude, you see, because I would do stuff like that, too. I think it's great to oh, investigate yeah. and be like, oh, I love that stuff. That's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, my husband's, identity was, my husband's identity was stolen a few years ago. He went into a bank to give a payment. I won't say which bank. And the next thing I know, I get a phone call from Chappelle, uh, Chicago, and they said that uh, they were sending you the new credit card. And I said, we're not moving there. So it took about three or four years to get everything done. But I was working with the Decal Police Department to help get these guys. It was fun. Yeah. They put they put I never did that before. It's like I actually had to call the person that I knew did it to tell them something and convince them to go this bank to the bank to this um oh, whatchamacallit thing to uh, credit uh, open box so that right. like, mailbox so they could find get the money that they were leaving them. But they didn't know, I said I was part of this thing. They didn't know that. Yep. And they actually yep. called. I was like, That was so much fun. So tell us about the two other women. That, that'll get quite in this mess?
2: Uh, oh, the other, the previous victims? Yeah. Yeah, well, they—they, they, the thing about them, uh, um, when Pancake goes and looks at all the other uh, s- uh, small market celebrity stalker cases, and there's a lot of them he finds, he starts looking for commonalities, and he finds... Yep some significant commonalities with what's going on with um, Megan and and, and and a couple of other cases. And so he starts gathering information on those two cases. Uh, actually, the whole crew does, Jake, Nicole, Ray, Pancake, mm-hmm. all, gathering information on those cases, and then they start realizing, well, there's a connection here. Um, the idea for that actually is if you look mm-hmm. at um, – the national database uh, that 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 we use, uh, the FBI uses, that if you have cases, that, that they will upload all the information about a case, and then they'll they'll have thousands of them in there. And so when someone up uploads uh, the details of a case they're working mm-hmm. on, a cop say in Des Moines, Iowa. And uh, Mm. suddenly he pops up that there's, well, there's three or four others, one in Florida, one in California, one in Minnesota, that have a lot of the same signatures, a lot of the same stuff. Well, are they related? Well, it's important to be able to relate cases because each one will have Mm. different information information with some overlap. And what you're doing is expanding your knowledge about the potential perpetrator. And the more you know about the person, the more likely you are to catch them. So that's what the national databases do. So this, once you learn that there's more and more cases, and you start learning about what went on in those, you start seeing the commonalities. Now you have a broader footprint, if you will, a broader base of information to kind of hone in on who's actually doing this uh, because it's not a one-off. They've done it before, and they've left footprints. And so you look at those footprints and say, ha, okay, now we're getting somewhere. And that's kind of what they do. Again, not wanting to give away too much, but that's, no. that's what they do. They gather information and then analyze the information and determine what it means and then act on it. That's kind of what hey, investigators man. do.
0: Well, if they would only do it a little bit better, maybe they would have investigated this stupid virus to make it go away. Who knows? <laughs> I know. So who is Detective Mills, and why would they bring something to him or maybe not bring something to him?
2: Um, well, uh, she is the, the you know a detective with a, with the Newport Beach Police Department and so this is a local stalking case and they finally convince her that that what's going on with Megan is is not what Megan thinks that it's mm-hmm. just you know a, a overzealous fan and and it takes them a while to 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 convince her but they do convince her that uh that, you know, this is a little more serious than just uh, an infatuated fan. And so she reluctantly at first, but later comes on board with, you know, it's still my my city, it's still my investigation, you know, I'm the one with the badge, you don't have it, so don't, you know, muddy the water. But she does reluctantly understand they can do things that she can't, and and they, they end up working more or less together on this. And I think she's a great character. I like her.
0: Yeah, I like her, too. Now, this is a question that I've been wondering for a while before I get into the rest of the questions. Would you ever write um, a novel where somebody has a heart problem, where you use your skills?
2: Uh, Well, I've done that before with the uh, Samantha Cody series, especially the third one uh, Mm -hmm. uh, called Original Sin. as a cardiovascular surgeon, a woman who... uh, who ends up in in some madness that Sam gets involved in, um, but I try to avoid medical thrillers. You know that, that's that's mm-hmm. my day job, yeah. and I don't I, you know I'm bored with it. You know as far as fiction, I want to I want to explore other areas. Um, and besides, there's lots of people out there that are doing that. that yeah, I know. Uh, tell past me about or it. The president are doing it very well, and I, I I don't know it it doesn't interest me that much. I, I like. I like the rest of the world outside medicine, even though medicine crops into a lot of my stories, of course. But I don't let that
0: be the focal point. I'm glad because then I would be totally put to sleep. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I I, you have, you have no idea what I've read in the last couple of weeks, and now I got one um, that's called biological essentialism, and I understand where it's coming from. It's just that I have to figure out where it's coming from. And I have to figure out how to take 500 pages and encapsulate it into a 1,000 words, and I will yeah. eventually. These are yeah. the kind that go, oh, why me? And they show up. So when do they realize that it's getting more dangerous? And when and how does Pancake finally figure it out without telling how he figures it out? Well, I'll
2: avoid the latter one. But, but the former one, it, yeah. it becomes more serious when the person actually invades uh megan's living space number one and number two he basically or this person basically tracks her
1: when she's
2: miles away up in malibu and and actually has photos of her on the beach in malibu at uh at uh at nicole's uncle's place at a big party and uh and so they're saying, you know, this person knows a lot more. This person is following us, but how are they doing it, and how do they know this and why? And all of that becomes important in solving the case and finding the bad guy. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, that's what escalates it finally in Megan's mind, is that, well, this person's followed me from Orange County to Malibu and has phot- photographic evidence to prove it, and has invaded my space, has been in my home, that she finally buys that. Okay, this is not an infatuated fan. But it took that for her to really get on board and say, oh, okay, now I, now I know what you're talking about. Because she, she didn't want to believe it before that. And I think that's what we were talking about earlier. People don't believe yeah. what they see. No, 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 this couldn't be that. This has to be something else. Don't overreact here. Well, maybe you should overreact.
0: Maybe people need to be more careful. Now, before I forget, this is going to be a crazy week. I never do three broadcasts in a week, but for the next couple of months, I guess I'm really popular. What can I say? <laughs> so,
1: uh,
0: yeah, Wednesday. Uh, Brian Silverman, Dick Belsky, and Daniel Palumbo. David Dennis Palumbo will be here to talk about does your villain have a psychological problem? If so, what is it? And more. Oh, that'll be
2: fun. That'll be fun. It's going to be
0: in Yeah. And on the 7th, uh, De- 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 Dennis Palumbo and I are going to attack two things, which is the reason why Frank canceled getting cavity filled, because I was going to have the title <laughs> of the book, A Huge Panic Attack, um, <laughs> seriously And that's the title of the book And we're going to t- attack the yeah. book And panic attacks And what yeah. it takes I on love Dennis' work the, yeah. yeah, on the 11th Robert Degoni at 12 Boom. The World Play Chess Yeah, that's interesting, right? I got this The 14th, The Memory Bell The 18th, Lee Matthew Goldberg The Renegade Bouquets On the 19th, Vincent Zandrine And he won't tell me who This one, we're going to talk about Whatever he wants to talk about uh, which is who knows, and on the 20th, I never interviewed her before. I don't know her that well. New York Times author Marcia Muller, and that's just some of what's coming up in October, and who knows what's going to happen in November. It's it's like amazing. It's booked till the end of November, and I've got three in January already, and what else? So who else is involved? When the stalker shows his hand? How do you create the final scenes? I mean, I was like, "Megan, wake up,
2: yeah, uh, well, you know they're they're in thriller writing, even though these are more comedic, but they're still thrillers at at their heart uh, you have to have the mono a mono confrontation the the hero and the antagonists have to meet face-to-face in a knockdown dragout. And that's just part of thriller writing. You know, um, uh, Sarah Connor had to fight uh, the Terminator, mm-hmm. and it had to be face-to-face. You know, uh, Brody had to fight the shark, and it had to be face-to-face. Uh, mm. Michael Corleone had to deal with the attempted murder of his father and it had to be face to face and so uh, in in thrillers and things like this there has to be that mano a mano confrontation and so in mm. this case I, I again I don't want to give away too much no. I create that scenario and it happens here uh, in Orange County in a, in a rural area so to speak off Ortega Highway which is down in San Juan Capistrano the Ortega mm. Highway Uh, connects Orange County over with the Elsinore area, and it's probably one of the top five most dangerous roads in the world. It is unbelievable. It's a two-lane blacktop that winds through hills uh, that's not in the greatest repair all the time, and and these guys ride their motorcycles through there at 100 miles an hour flying around the curves. There's accidents all the time. There's areas where you can look off into ravines and there's cars. I mean, you know, the Ortega Highway is a dangerous, dangerous road. Uh, it's beautiful, though. And so the final confrontation takes there off the Ortega. And uh, so, you know, there has to be that. There has to be that face-to-face conflict.
0: It scares me because cars that go fast and accidents have been in them. And like, oh, God. Yep. There are times I just I would rather walk, but that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> this is a question that I that I just wrote out. It was bothering me. How do you create the interaction between Nicole and Jake? How do you create their dialogue that lets you know that don't mess with this girl?
2: Um, well, it's interesting, you know, and I get asked, people say that they really like their their dynamic and uh, yeah, me them. too of Nick and Nora Charles and all that, which most people can't aren't, aren't as old as me and can't relate to Nick and Nora Charles. That was a long time ago. But um, uh, it's uh, for me, I didn't realize until I was probably writing the third book that, you know, the influence for this and the way – Dub Walker in my Dub Walker series and his ex-wife Claire had a similar dynamic. And, you know, I just like that dynamic of they get a little snarky with each other, but yet there's a deep appreciation for each other at the same time Mm -hmm. and that she's smarter than he is, you know, that kind of thing. Well, if you go back to uh, uh, probably uh, uh, Tracy and Hepburn had more influence mm-hmm. uh, on me as a kid watching their movies because I loved Spencer Tracy and I loved Katharine Hepburn. But those comedies that they did together were absolutely uh, things of beauty. And their relationship was, intellectually, they were on a, a, a an even plane and she was a little bit smarter. But they both got their shots in and yet there was a deep caring for each other. And so they... They argued about stuff all the time, and I think the classic example is *Adam's Rib*. And if people who haven't watched that movie should, and if you want to see what Jake and Nicole are all about, it's *Adam's Rib*. He, he, they, they are on opposite sides of a legal case. They're both attorneys, and they end up, uh, you know, squabbling over that. You know, they're husband and wife, and they're fighting over this case, not only in the courtroom. But in the bedroom, if you will, and so that dynamic of those two who are deeply in love with each other, but snipe at each other and argue with each other and, and tweak each other in a friendly way a lot of times, um, and I like that, and that's what Jake and Nicole do. They have their, they get their shots in, you know, especially Nicole on Jake because he's such a target-rich environment. <laughs> you know? And she doesn't listen the Well it my mother watched
0: those movies. My mother loved those movies.
1: Yes. My mother yes. when
0: even when she had Alzheimer's would say, Put on the movie for me. Yeah, she she yeah. had no idea but a lot of times yeah. she's like, I wanna watch that, I wanna watch that she yeah. owned the television. I don't think yeah. I ever got to watch what I wanted. Yeah. Until I moved. A more so, modern
2: version of that would have been uh mm-hmm. you know, cheers. You know, uh
0: there wasn't a dynamic there. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Between Sam and Diane, I mean, the dynamic there was pretty much the same thing. They both cared about each other, but, boy, they sure tweaked each other, especially her yeah. him. You know, she, yeah.
0: <laughs> are they going to ever get married or serious, or are you going to leave it that way? out to my side.
2: I think I'm going to leave it as it is. I, I think I want oh. them to be together because they want to be together, not because okay. they signed a business contract with the state of California.
0: I agree with that, but she better be careful. What can I say? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're writing something else. What's next, and when is it coming out?
2: Well, uh, I have completed um, the next Cain um, uh, and Harper book, and, and we're going through editorial on it right now, and now I'm working on the next Jake uh, book, which is uh, uh, it's going to be called Cultured. And in this case, they mm. they get involved. They get involved with a with a cult. Uh, oh One of those self help financial cults. You know, sort of like Nexium, but then uh, you know it's going to have a lot of the same features. But they get involved in looking for a young girl, and in this cult like setup. So um, uh, that's that's what's next <laughs> for Jake and Nicole.
0: Well, just promise me this, because uh Philip Margolin, for those of you that don't know, he's coming out with a book on March 8th. He's coming on my radio show on March 8th for The Darkest Place. And all I will say is I read the first three chapters, and I went, you didn't do that. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> yeah, he, he killed off a main character, somebody that uh, I love. Yeah, oh and he made goodness. it hard for Robin Lockwood to go. The rest of the book, and the book was really fantastic it's to, It talks about Shaken baby syndrome And a crazy character that she has to um, uh, What uh want to call Defend, but I figured it out yeah. But still, it's like, how did you do that? Why did you do that? So you can't kill off Jacob or Pancake Love.
1: Oh, no no no, or no,
0: no, no, no,
2: no That no, would make no, me would
0: really sad that. You can kill off the, the killer, I don't care That's that's fine But that's no, That would the turn the it into
2: a Quentin Tarantino movie
0: <laughs> and that was really that would really you make me killing very, off very all open. the
1: characters. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, I have you know, well Dennis Palumbo's book he kills off quite a few in panic attack, but yeah, as long as he doesn't exactly. kill Daniel Rinaldi I don't really care. But um that that should be interesting. But seriously speaking, how do you decide on you know what the main thrust is? Like this is gonna be a cult. This one was um a stalker How do you decide to pick, you know, what to write about? I have no trouble writing a review, make oh, by the way, your review is on Just Reviews. I did it yesterday,
1: Oh, bless and
0: you. it's on Facebook. And when I'm done, I will post it for nine, with nine stars on um, Amazon. Finally, cool. It's out, right? Was it coming out today or tomorrow? It
2: comes out tomorrow morning. Yep.
0: Okay, then I'll do it tomorrow morning when I get up yeah. at four o'clock to read. Yeah, seriously, <laughs>
1: that's, that's, when that's I my get coffee up, time. So that's, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I will I will post it tomorrow. It's in my notepad. It'll remind me ten times, whatever. So um, besides that, I haven't read your other series. How come?
2: I think I lost Hello? you there.
1: Hello, yeah.
0: Oh, I I haven't read your other series. i never read the other ones. I only read the Jake Langley series. The oh. Jake Langley series. I didn't, I didn't read the other ones.
2: Well, uh, Kane and Harper is the other active series. Uh, and there's there's two books in it, uh, uh, Skin in the Game and Prior Bad Acts, and they're darker and more, oh, uh, and sure. more thril- true thrillers. Uh, but they're fun. Uh, you should read them. You'll you'll have fun. You'll stay awake at night, but that's all right.
0: <laughs> Did you ever read Vincent? Zand- Did you ever read Vincent Dandry? That's enough to give you nightmares. When oh, I get yeah. his books, I just keep the lights on and make sure that somebody's listening because it's petrifying. The girl who wasn't there and the whole bunch of, oh, my God, and he's got, like, five more. He writes, like, five in a week. It's, like, frightening. Huh. And he, and he's writing one called The Teacher, and I said, can I be the main character? I always wanted to be a bad person in a book. I always wanted to be something <laughs> awful. Yeah, seriously, I always wanted to be evil because I'm not evil. What can I say? I write yeah. evil, but what can I tell you about it? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So,
2: Exactly. Well,
0: Jake, Jake and Nicole, whatever, is Ray going to ever have a relationship with anybody? Does who? Ray.
2: Uh we don't know about Ray that way. You know, he, Ray just Ray's always working and always doing this and and I haven't had Ray get a have a love interest yet, so to speak, because I don't know, it doesn't fit his character and it doesn't fit the story usually and you know, I don't want to sidetrack the main story. Now, Pancake, of course, yeah. Uh, wherever they go, you know, women love him because, you know, he's just a big lovable guy. And um, so he has his moments. But uh, I think the romantic comedy part of it is more yeah. or less uh, confined to uh, Jake and Nicole.
0: <clears throat> well, they're not going to ever separate. You're not going to get them so angry that they don't speak to each other because that would make oh, me no. really sad.
2: I don't think it's in either one of them's nature, you know. I don't think Jake doesn't get angry that often, and Nicole, even though she can get a little a little miffed at him, she doesn't. No, she doesn't hold anger. Neither one of Does them. She do. and, and, Does she get
0: jealous? Does she get jealous really. when girls come on to him?
2: No, not not at all, not at all. And and he doesn't she, either because both of them have kind of lived their lives that way that they. Um, uh mm you know they kind of always just kind of move through life and whatever happens happens and they just happen to bump into each other one night and and things yeah. changed and so they found a soulmate or someone who was like them and uh you know they're just riding it for as long as it rides and so far they see no reason not to keep not to keep going and uh and uh yeah they they'll they'll stay in their relationship like they are through this whole thing
0: well, tell me something. Um, well, before we ask where well, you can find out, who's coming back in the next one? But besides my pancake and my Jake and Nicole and Ray, oh. who else is coming back?
2: Uh, we're going to, in the next one, we're probably going to meet some old friends from, because uh, the next one that I'm working on now is set mm-hmm. in uh, near Fairhope, which is where Rigged was. And uh-huh. so uh, some of the characters from Rigged are going to reappear uh because this cult has a farm near there in Magnolia Springs area which is right near Fairhope which is a great town a great town but um it's um uh, so we'll will will reintroduce some of those characters from Rigged which was the fourth Jake book so uh i think that that's that's kind of you know the cop that of uh, Fairhope and a couple of the, the store owners and people like that are going to reappear in that book because <clears throat> they'll be back
0: in and the And what about would you would you ever do one centered around the bar, and the, and the manager, something that happens exactly where his, where his bar is?
2: Well, I might. You know, uh, there, there could easily be something that went on there because that's obviously yeah uh, the center of their their world, so to speak, in Gulf Shores. Is they they uh, pancake and Ray won't Ray won't go there except rarely because he is offended by Jake being a bar owner instead of a PI. But um, Pancake hangs out there all the time, and of course uh, Jake and Nicole hang out there all the time. Uh, even though his manager runs everything, he doesn't have anything to do, but they hang out there. So yeah. it would be a logical place for uh, something to happen. I just haven't come up with a plot line or, a, or a, an idea that I thought would fit that, that environment yet.
0: But well, where can we find out all about you and your work before we end? And then I there's something that I say at the end of every show that's a little bit different than everybody else.
2: Yeah. Um. Well, you can go to my website, it's dplylemd.com, that's d-p-l-y-l-e-m-d.com, and that will connect you to all the books and my blog and my uh, old radio show and my pod new, my current podcast series. Everything you need to know you can find right there at that address, dplylemd.com.
0: Well, thank you so very much. And, thank you. You know. I walk around, and I look outside, and people are very unfriendly, and you can't see somebody's face behind the mask. Right. But I I try every single day to do a kindness for somebody, whether it's to say something nice to them or just say good morning or um, I hope you have a great day or you look really nice or just something kind. Or Even when I do the shows, I think that's the greatest thing I can do. So if everybody did something kind, and really realize that this world needs to have more kindness. Maybe the virus would realize you're negative and you can leave now.
1: Because we don't want you. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it,
0: it, it bothers me. But thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, DP. Have a great day. And as soon as your next one comes out, let me know so I can put I'll you in my it. schedule. Thank Perfect. you. Everybody have a great day and bye.